All right, you're back in the DFSR. It's an NBA podcast. It's Tuesday. It's October 22nd. I'm Doug Norrie. That is James Davis. We're back for basketball. I know we last week we had uh, we had our preview sort of um, kind of take yeah. a look at some bets, taking a look at just the, when DraftKings and FanDuel released their prices. But this is the real deal now. This is uh, we're actually heading in to an actual slate of NBA games, not your preseason one where you're trying to figure out the bench minutes and uh, not the finals where we're <laughs> at the end of the season where there's only like two, you know, well, the finals only two teams playing, but near the end of the year, we're back to actual basketball this year. I couldn't be more excited, buddy. I, <laughs> I feel like, I've, I feel like this is, I've been excited for every single basketball season. And I think this one trumps them all just from a sort of feels like anything can happen standpoint. Yes. Do you, does it feel like that for you right now? I mean, just like, there's only two games here. We're going to roll through these games really fast from a DFS perspective, but, um, does it kind of feel like that for you? I feel like it's, I feel like the future is wide open right now. I feel it's like a, a kid in Christmas. All the all the analogies you could think of. That's how I feel right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one needs to go no further than just looking at the odds to win the title uh, to see that everyone sees this as a totally wide open season. And interestingly, it's wide open not just from a you know team parity perspective, but also from a DFS perspective. I mean, this year we've seen sort of a changing of the guard in the NFL in a lot of ways. Like a lot of the big name players of the past kind of took a back seat and new players have emerged. Uh, and that's been great for us <laughs> in terms of making money. Right. Uh, but that I kind of have a similar feeling leading into this NBA season. I mean, it's a little bit more predictable, but you know, we're going to see players in situations they've never been in before. And that's just always fun. It makes our job a lot more interesting. For sure. We're going to break down these two games on the Tuesday night slate. We'll also be back again for uh, Wednesday uh, NBA podcast as well for the bigger one that goes down tomorrow. But um uh, real quick, I was so excited that I actually screwed up the, our opening. We're on the Overtime nice. Media Network, and we're broadcasting live from the Vivid Seats Lounge, which, which I was, that's a, how excited I was that I just forgot the way we're supposed to open. Before we get to these games, if you are going to a game this year, you have to use the Vivid Seats app. Vivid Seats, great sponsor of the podcast. Uh, you download the app. You're going to get the best choices on seats for games, concerts, anything you're into. But um, judging by our audience, you're probably thinking basketball games there's still i mean our, my buddy from the we got nets podcast the shameless plug over there adam has been looking for nets knicks uh, the tickets for friday they're still available on vivid seats pretty decent prices too you download vivid seats app you use the promo code overtime at checkout you're going to receive a discount of up to a hundred dollars depending on kind of what level of tickets you buy you'll also be re- uh, enrolled in the vivid seats reward program so go check out the vivid seats app you won't regret it. Best seating app around. Use the promo code OVERTIME, O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E. All right, two games here, national games. I don't think <laughs> – do you think they? Do you think the NBA cursed Zion Williamson when they put him on the opening game of the year, the 8 o'clock TNT game uh, against Toronto, that he was then going to miss the next six to eight weeks with a meniscus tear? Do you think that was a scheduling – the scheduling God saying, whoa, slow down, slow down. The guy hasn't played an NBA minute yet. We don't need to put him on the primetime stage yet. Was you think no, that I was the situation? I, I can't joke. I can't joke about Zion's injury. It's too sad. I can't I either. So, well, except you just did. I, I am so excited to see this guy play in like an actual NBA game because, you know, pre- preseason is preseason, but some of the stuff he flashed during the preseason was just so electric and incredible that, you know, it has you wondering how many steps the Pelicans are really going to miss this year. And they just acquired all these picks for Anthony Davis. So they're on the short list of most people's, you know, most exciting league pass team and mine as well. Until, but not until they get Zion back. Until then, they're going to be 
basically the Lakers from last year swapping in Drew Holiday for LeBron. So, Well, let's talk about them from a DFS perspective then, because when we mentioned them before, we had talked about maybe possibly playing Zion. Obviously, we're not doing that. It's hard to redistribute usage and rebounds and stuff like that, like we often do with on-court, off-court stuff when it comes to DFS. It's a little bit harder to do that, obviously, for all these teams at the start of the season, but they face a pretty, still pretty tough Toronto team, um, very good on defense, even without Kawhi last season. Kawhi missed something like 25 games last year, and they were excellent during that time. I don't know. I kind of, I, I kind of want to use some off-court, for the, the off-court Julius Randle, Anthony Davis stuff for Drew Holiday here. I don't know if it's correct considering the additions of, they still have other guys like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Derek Favors is here, uh, J.J. Redick. Do you think that's still is a comp for Drew Holiday? Do you think I, he's in all of our lineups as of right now? I'm wondering how you feel about that when you kind of look at DraftKings and FanDuel. Yeah, I was going to offer him up as the one guy I would be comfortable playing from New Orleans. I mean, you know, it's a two-game slate, so sometimes you just have to kiss a frog. Like, you know, and you're like, all right, well, I need one more point guard. No one else even qualifies at the position. I'll play Lonzo Ball or whatever. Uh, but right now, yes, Drew Holiday, uh, he's showing up in both our FanDuel and DraftKings lineups. You know, he was a solid option when Davis was out last year. And there's some interesting guys around him now. But some of these guys they got from the Lakers, too. You know, they have, they're have they a mixed bag of, of skill sets. And I think Holiday really ties the room together. So it's hard for me to imagine him not being between an $9,000 player on a two-game slate here. You love Holiday because the minutes floor is very high because he can take over point guard duties if needed. He's awesome at defense, um, which is another way. You, unless you're an elite scorer, the next best way, basically, to stay on the court for long periods of time is being great on defense. That's Drew Holiday, too. I'm comfortable with it in this scenario. Uh, you know, you mentioned the point guard thing. Just like, you know, just as a note for people that are maybe just tuning into NBA the first time, that FanDuel is no longer doing its dr- lowest drop score uh, thing. That was uh, I mean, we, we exploited it to... A, to many dollars worth last year, um, just being sort of well ahead of the curve of that drop. FanDuel's not doing that anymore. Still no still no late swap on that one. Um, the reason I kind of say it here is because this this team features, well, really this game features no guys who play power forward on FanDuel. So have fun with this position tonight when everyone's playing basically the same two guys. So one step forward, two steps back for FanDuel uh, in this respect. But uh, I'm comfortable with Holiday here. I think Lonzo Ball is a fin- in, in this scenario here, I think there's a, a way you kind of he kind of sees his way to like 35 minutes. I don't think it's likely, but I think that it could happen. I think he's a fantastic tournament play tonight. Um, as he as people maybe try to speculate on what his role is going to look like, if he plays a lot of minutes and he just has shown the ability to pile up all the different stats, assists, rebounds. Uh, he's not a great scorer, obviously, but he's also very good on defense as well. So I like him. I can see taking a stab on Brandon Ingram. What are your thoughts on Derek Favors? Favors comes over from the Jazz, has always sort of been a fantasy point per minute darling in our system. I I get a little worried about the injuries and like them not really want to run him out of the gate hardcore. Like, where do you see? If you had to set, I I know where I land up setting Derek Favors minutes to start the season. New team, new position. Um, maybe out from under Gobert in on the Jazz. I think he's one that people might debate on here. Yeah. So. I'll start by just saying whenever you're looking at a position like this, you just got to look at the player in the context of the other players that you're choosing between, right? So right now the playable center options, as I'm clicking here on FanDuel, are Montrezl Harrell, Favors, Gasol, and then the Lakers, two guys, McGee and Dwight Howard, right? So where does he rank in among those guys? Well, it's sort of hard to say because he didn't pay this price off when he played for the Jazz, and we knew he had those consistent minutes. So that's never a great baseline to begin with. 
Uh, then again, the Jazz played slow, right? New Orleans probably rates to play faster with all of these young players and new pieces. So yeah, I don't know. As it comes together, I would guess he's a reasonable option, but part of me always wonders if there's a reason that the Jazz could never seem to keep him on the court for yeah. more than 25 minutes at a time. And we've seen, and we've been bitten by many times in the past, being like, hey, this guy's switching teams. Now it's a new look. They're going to be smart enough, in our opinion, to play him a bunch of minutes, and then it just doesn't work out, right? So I don't know. I'm going to, the first couple games of the season are always kind of silly because we spent all this time speculating and wondering about information that we'll just know in 24 yeah. hours from now. So it's, it's kind of funny that this is a very much a first week of the season problem. But yeah, I would suspect, like if he was in cash game lineups at this price, I wouldn't jump out of a window or anything. But I feel like we have more known commodities on some of the other teams here. Yeah, I tend to agree. We were talking about that in our chat room. Uh, DFSR.com slash deals will get you access to this uh, about favors minutes. And we were kind of debating where he lands. I said he's probably just too much of an injury risk and the way that Jazz used him. I think they I think they probably ended up being correct. On the Toronto side, our last podcast, we talked a ton about Siakam. Both you and I are very high on Siakam going through the season. I think that he's completely underpriced compared to what he's going to do in terms yeah. of in terms of overall bumps in usage and in rebounds this season specifically. Um, I think he's just going to put it all together. He's 8000 on FanDuel. I think that this is going to be one of the low low numbers you're going to see on Siakam uh, from a salary standpoint. This is just on a huge contract, max contract, by the way. So uh, I don't know if that matters for him one way or the other. Do you know that this guy just started playing basketball eight years ago? Did you ever hear this before? I just saw this for the first time, I think the first time the other day. Like This guy's been playing for eight years, <laughs> and he's, he's yeah. this kind of player. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, after after Siakam, I'm only blown by him because I think he's he's a lock for us in this on this slate, right? Like, are you? Uh, is there anything? Are you any doubt about this? Uh, these prices at eight thousand and less than eight thousand. No, I mean I'm going to be playing Siakam, and I think it's a Toronto stack is just looking like it makes overwhelming sense on this first slate of the season. Right. I mean, we've talked about this on the preview show, and I highlighted Toronto as one of the teams I'm going to be looking at most at the beginning of the season. But you're vacating, you know, what many people believe is one of the top three to five players in the league. And interestingly, you're leaving behind pretty much known commodities. I mean, yeah. with the like with the insanity that has ensued around the Vivid Seats Lounge and elsewhere around trying to get the minutes correct for the beginning of the season, one team we haven't had to worry about very much is Toronto because we had a host of games last season where Kawhi didn't play and we saw what they did. And incidentally, all these guys are too cheap as a result. So I don't know if that was a sleep at the wheel problem uh, for FanDuel and DraftKings as they were trying to set prices going into this season. If they just don't care, if they're you know happy to have some players be cheap, I don't know what. But right now, our system is calling out between three and four Raptors on both DraftKings and FanDuel. So um, I guess the real only question mark, and I'm curious to know your thoughts on this, uh, would be OG Anunoby. Uh, we saw him get some starts last season. He never really flexed into that you know big time DFS option. Like when he's starting, it's an automatic play. Uh, you know, out of a cheap slot, he's still very cheap to start the season. And again, two games slate, you probably wind up going there regardless. But um, curious to know like what how you how you projected those minutes because you did the Toronto audit going into the season here and how you projected his minutes and you know whether you would be considering him on these prices even on tomorrow's much larger Wednesday slate. 
Yeah, if it was a bigger slate, I wouldn't go there, I don't think. Um, the okay. small slate makes it easy. I think he's going to start at the three, and, well, it's depending, three or four. They're just going to play he and Siakam sort of side by side. Um, he looked very good in the preseason, was hitting three-pointers, uh, getting the corner threes. I don't think he's going to he's gonna start filling some of that small forward corner three and D kind of guy. I don't think he's going to put up a ton of just, like, ancillary stats. I think that's really what he's going to be relied on. He is a good defender, though, so maybe that happens. I think that, that he's just going to fill a lot of that minutes void, and people – aren't going to see it coming if you follow the end of basketball season last year because he had the the appendix issue and he sat out the whole playoffs. So he just wasn't part of it. He was supposed to be part of that plan, by the way. He was going to get minutes uh, in the playoffs, and he just the appendix kept him out. So he was definitely a guy they for sure wanted around as a role player. I think he's going to eat up a lot of those minutes this season. We did see between Dan, because remember Danny Green's not on this team either. This is this is the Kawhi and Danny Green are gone. So um, it's not just the Kawhi minutes. It's those and Danny Green is like actually more sort of a comp for what Ananobi's going to do here. Um, and if you think those 25 minutes ish that Green was playing plus some of Kawhi's minutes get redistributed to Van Bleet and these guys. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm comfortable on the short slate. If it was a big slate, I probably wouldn't do it. It'd be a little too speculative for me. Totally comfortable on this one. All right, before we get to the afternoon, excuse me, the afternoon, before we get to the even, the later evening game, I'm thinking football. I'm in my football mode where I switch over to four, four o'clock games. Um, Got to tell you about two other of our sponsors on the podcast here. One is the CBS Interactive HQ, the CBS Sports HQ app. Uh, it's available on desktop too, but you really want to want going to want to get the app here. It's really just kind of everything you need as a sports fan, especially if you weren't able to tune into a game in terms of highlight packages, uh, rewind, game rewinds, some fantasy stuff. They have betting stuff that they throw out there before games, but it's really set up in a way that makes it very easy to filter through and just check out the highlights you want to see. I love it because uh, I'm not waiting, you know, not watching Sports Center, or even to, honestly through some of these other bigger sites where they just force feed you the videos that they want you to see. Uh, <laughs> and believe, don't even get us started about just getting just video, like highlight videos jammed down your throat when you're trying to do some research about this stuff. CBS Sports HQ, not going to do that for you. Has a very nice setup for it. You go to the game you want, you go to the matchup you want, you click on that, you just engage with the content you want to check out. It's totally 100% free. So there's nothing you need to do except for download it. CBS Sports HQ, really everything you need as a sports fan to get yourself started um, or just catch up on games. And the other one we have to talk about, and I actually want to lead into our next spot here with mybookie.ag, the the only betting site that you and I use right now. Um, so just from a testimonial standpoint, you're not going to do better than us, or excuse me, better for us than uh, mybookie. Use the promo code OVERTIME to get a matching deposit up to $100, O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E. Buddy, this Laker, Lakers minus three, I, I kind of... I love it. I think I, I think the Lakers. This is the Lakers minus three over the Clippers for the second game. I think, I think the Lakers are just gonna be awesome this year. Like as long as these two guys can stay healthy and they just just don't screw around with the end of the bench guys and just play like basically Bradley Green, a little bit of Rondo maybe and Javale. I think they're just, I think they're gonna roll through some of this regular season. Am I crazy? I think the minus three even on it's called it's set on the road, but it's in their home stadium, so whatever. Um, my nuts here. I feel like this is a very easy number here. Oh, I don't know if it's a very easy number. Um, we just haven't seen anything from either of these two teams. Neither has anybody. That's why we're speculating on that. That's why we're well, getting in there early on this number. That's why I love it. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't love this bet as much as you do, I don't think. I'm, uh, I'm, I don't want to throw cold water. I mean, certainly the argument for it is that, you know, the, team, the Clippers are, I think, the preseason favorites right now, and they're obviously without one of their best players, but you know, the average better doesn't know how to account for that properly. And I don't know if I know how to account for properly how, how all these teams are coming and going. I will say if I had to bet this side, I like the Lakers side. But um, give me the Raptors. I, I think that's the bet I'm more excited about today. 
the Raptors hosting this New Orleans team that people are understandably hyped about. But the Raptors were pretty damn good without Kawhi last season, and I think people were sleeping on them. So you like the Lakers. Give me the old guard, Doug. I'm taking the Raptors here. MyBookie.ag, promo code OVERTIME, O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E. They'll match that deposit up to $100. you got to use the promo code, though. Uh, you, 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 want, you like James's pick here? You take the Clippers. You like Doug here? You take the Lakers. You, you know, I, I feel more people like me than like you. That's just my sense from just having Totally just, debatable. <laughs> and also, Raptors, right. highest, Get, to- highest total on the slate today, just so you know. Oh, and by the way, our system has it has it going over on the on this total too. Like we have uh, we have our system lined up to be able to uh, filter out some of these bets. We have it taking the over here. Anthony Davis is in every lineup here at twelve thousand one hundred on FanDuel. I think that's easy because of the positional stuff. But a ten two on DraftKings, new uniform, totally new team out of New Orleans. No minutes restrictions on him or LeBron. That's the word coming out of here. Are we a hundred percent on AD in a in a Lakers uniform right out of the gate? Yeah, I think so. I think that's that's one. You know, we've said with AD, people have been concerned about the injuries and so on. But the one thing about this man at every stop that he's made, well, mostly neurons, but every year, you know, the carousel of coaches and so on has been when he's healthy, he can give you 40 minutes. And I just don't see a way, especially with the way this Lakers squad is constructed and in this matchup against the their in-town rivals here, that he doesn't play a ton of minutes and just have the ball in his hands constantly. So... Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think today you're going to see the LeBron and AD show, and I am pumped to. I, I would play both of them in cash, frankly. Yeah, I think you're going to run. It's going to be a little bit of a price crunch. That's why I like Siakam at the small forward. Like I said, a power forward, you have to do it. He's going to be 100 percent owned. There's just no other options except for Jermichael Green, who I, I'm pretty sure is going to start for the Clippers. Um, I think you basically see 100 percent ownership on those two guys. Uh, the rest of the Lakers, uh, I mean, LeBron, I definitely between the two high-priced guys would rather play Davis just from the overall what he can put up across the board kind of stuff, especially the defensive stuff. Um, I don't mind JaVale here, though. JaVale, I'm almost positive they're going to start JaVale McGee at center in this game. JaVale has like shown us at times, and sort of in the preseason too, and I hate to go crazy on preseason stuff, but that the guy like needs to play like 20 minutes to score 25 fantasy points for the amount of rebounds and blocks that he can just kind of pile up. Um how do you like playing JaVale here? He's the other guy our system's kind of calling out. I think you can do it. Um, you know, again, I think you're sort of sticking your neck out a little bit, and I'm not sure that's where I would want to land. To your point earlier, it's tough to just get the most expensive guy at every single position, but I think one area where you might want to consider that is center. Uh, you made a great case for Montrezl Harrell to me when you picked him up in your uh, experts slash famous basketball people league that you're in this year. I'm going to humble brag on your behalf for that one, Doug. Oh, yeah. Um, do, you, do you want to give the fans out there, since everyone likes you so much, the case for Montrezl Harrell? Because, I mean, he's the most expensive guy here, but I think for good reason. Oh, on center? Yeah, well, I think – so he's not going to start because they're going to start Zubic, but the he's going to close the games. And, bet- and the amount of scoring they've given up between SGA and um, Danilo Gallinari and not filling it back in with Paul George. We saw Montrezl. I mean, yeah. dude, Montrezl Harrell, from just like an uh, analytics standpoint, was one of the very best basketball players last season. Like he, from a win shares perspective, this guy, when he, especially considering win shares was cumulative and he played less minutes than almost every other guy on the list ahead of him, the guy was just incredible last season. The Lou Williams-Montrezl sort of pairing on the second team was actually one of the big reasons the Clippers were able to be so good last year. Because when you looked at their starting lineup, you thought, how the hell is this team in the play? Playoffs, except that you're forgetting that their two bench guys were as good 
as most other guys in the whole NBA, right? And I think exactly. I think that the way they're starting the season without Paul George, they're going to really need his scoring. I think they're actually going to need his size a decent amount and athleticism when it comes to uh, what the Lakers are going to throw out there. He's not a fantastic defender, but he also just gives people absolute fits on the pick and roll with Lou Will. And I think he's actually going to fit really well with Kawhi too. So he's in our FanDuel lineup right now at 7,300. I was pretty aggressive on his minutes, and I was one of those guys that I felt okay being aggressive on his minutes because of the makeup of the team, and it does feel like they're a little shorthanded right now. I don't know if that's kind of a good enough case. Um, A couple other guys we can just nod to real quick before we get out of here. Jermichael Green, like I said, at 4,600, totally fine playing him on FanDuel, really no other options. What about Patrick Beverly? Um, He's in in lineup one right now at 5,100 on FanDuel. I kind of wanted to go pretty aggressive on his minutes too from a defensive standpoint. Like he's a guy that can play. Like if they closed with Beverly, Lou Will, Kawhi, throwing Jermichael Green maybe and Montrezl, could you see, like, could you see Beverly just playing a lot of? I think I think he's a candidate to play a lot of minutes. I guess they have Shamit too. Uh, thoughts on when you see Beverly's name in this FanDuel lineup? Yeah, I feel excited. I mean, Beverly's a guy our system has had sort of an up and down relationship with over the years. Um, you know, he's been at times incredible on these prices. Like, I, I just need to harken back to that Golden State series in the playoff last year. I don't know if you you pulled up the game log there because, but it's still live on FanDuel. The guy in the last three games against Golden State, he had 38 rebounds <laughs> as, yeah. as of what qualifies as a point guard on FanDuel. The thing our system always liked about him is that he does bring that high floor thanks to across-the-board production. And he's very, you know, undepend. Like, we talk about a lot of these guys and we're concerned about, you know, uh, what's JaVale McGee's usage going to look like now that LeBron and AD are on the same team, right? Beverly, it doesn't really matter that much because he's such an across-the-board contributor. So, you know, he'll get you know, five to seven assists probably. Uh, he can get chip in uh, as many as double-digit rebounds. He's still, well, now that Kawhi's on the team, probably the second-best defender, but that's a pretty damn good one-two defensive punch too. Right. Um, Clippers now officially a scary team defensively. So, yeah, I think Beverly's going to be out there. I, I don't see really any way around it. And, again, he just brings he, – he's like the one guy in the league that could spell Kawhi. Uh, to you know, be on lockdown duties with LeBron. So yeah, I think he plays big minutes. And again, short slate. I just don't see when I click on the point guard names. You know, we mentioned Drew Holiday. Um, actually, I like Fred VanVleet. Point guard for a two game slate is actually somewhat deep. But if Beverly were to come up here, I would definitely be happy playing him. Yeah, remember Beverly guarded Durant in that series. Like, so I know you That's threw out the LeBron thing. Like he was guarding Durant that whole time and kind of hounding him. And Durant kind of like was able to get shots up and over him. But the fact that they even bothered trying really is a testament to Beverly. Also, they took sort a couple of games like they, yeah, they that, yeah. it was not a failed strategy. <laughs> they also he also is just kind of a knockdown three. He's a forty percent three point shooter. This guy just made himself. Um, he got paid over the summer with a contract. I'm so happy. Like this guy is like the, one of the guys that absolutely deserves to kind of like just get a payday. Just kind of has made a lot. Has made himself into exactly exactly what you need to have in the NBA to be super valuable if you're not going to be a scorer, which is to say you just do every single other thing on the court and you do it at an elite level. Just basically all these like things he got good at are like hard work things, I think I see him as. And that's a, it's not a knock. Like the guy's awesome, but just the fact that he's, on a, you know, kind of maintains himself on like a championship level team as being a important cog. I love it. I don't mind playing here, him here at all. Uh, the rest of these guys like Shaman, I think it's a kind of wait and see. I don't think I'm going to pay up for Kawhi in this spot. Still a little worried these teams are going to manage. They're just going to manage him just a little because this is not a must-win game. He's been sort of finicky about the major minutes in games like this early in his early in the season. So don't think you need to go out on a limb with Kawhi for cash games. 
obviously from a GPP standpoint, go for it. All right, quick one, um, but only two games, so I think that's okay. DailyFantasySportsRankings.com, DFSR.com for short. DFSR.com slash deals is going to get you started on our premium projections. You're not going to find better basketball projections in, in the entire industry. You're also not going to get the level of access that you get to our chat room, which is just speed chatting information as we lead into lock which for basketball if you haven't played before is the maybe the most critical thing that you need to do to be a winning player at nba which is to say you need to be up on all the news leading up into lock and know how all the news cascades down a lineup and changes things so you can make good decisions our chat room and specifically james and i in the chat each night uh, is really one of our finest resources on top of just very accurate basketball projections. So dfsr.com slash deals will get you started. We'll be with you all season long, breaking down NBA slates. Buddy, like I said at the beginning, could not be more excited. Uh, let's have a great season. Let's go.